are the Female Finance Collective. We are a brand new podcast, and we are really excited to just give you a quick introduction to what we are going to be about and to ourselves. And the Female Finance Collective is just an opportunity for women to come around, to sit together and talk about money, just be honest, ask questions, and, you know, nothing's off the table. We just want to normalize money conversations. So to get started with our introductions, let's meet Sybil. Hey there. Yeah, so I'm so excited that we're talking about money and we're taking away the taboo-ness of that money because I am a former teacher. I taught for 23 years in five different countries around the world, and I never talked about money. I thought my job was to serve, which it was. I absolutely love teaching, absolutely love serving uh, students and teachers as well. I was an instructional coach for eight years in uh, three international schools, and it wasn't until I got to Shanghai, China, that I realized that we need to talk about money. And the way I realized that was um, I actually was introduced to a book by Andrew Hallam, millionaire teacher, and I was introduced to some ideas about from people around me that um, were doing some unique things with their money to build wealth. And so it was at that moment that I really realized like I can teach and serve and do the work I love and I can serve myself by building wealth and paying myself first. And so that really wouldn't have happened unless I was surrounded by people who were actually talking about money. So um, that's a perfect lead in to why we're um, having this podcast to talk about money with all of you. So my journey really started with um, investing in myself by saving money and investing in the stock market. I didn't think that I could do that on my own, but I realized actually it's quite simple. The hardest part actually is controlling the emotions and letting it stay there, right? And so pretty quickly, once I got that under control, um, I was able to invest in a property. And that's really the beginnings of my money story. And so now I have a business called the Wealth and Wellbeing Collective, where I help other educators also learn to discover ways that they can build wealth and continue to do what they love and serve themselves as a teacher or an educator or instructional coach or leader. And at the same time, um, pay themselves first and learn to manage and control their money and actually build their dreams um, to live a more happy, well, and fulfilled life. So that's a little bit about me. How about you, Mary Lee? Hi, Hi I'm Mary Lee, and I have a Canadian perspective to the Female Finance Collective. I'm a busy mom, and right now I'm in the season of building out my own financial coaching business. Outside of business, I'm trying to incorporate more fun and joy into my life, and one such pursuit is learning how to ski, which is not easy when you're in your late 40s. I find as I'm getting older, I'm embracing more and more time in nature, hiking, and I'm drawn to aspects of min minimalism and simplifying my life. I value travel and experiences over collecting more stuff. I have a personal finance career that spans over 25 years. And despite all this financial knowledge and experience, my own money story has been a little messy. Entrepreneurship was my childhood dream. My dad and my grandfather were both entrepreneurs and I was going to do that too. 
but I was fully stuck on the corporate treadmill and had no escape path. I made decent money, always saved a portion, but also lived in a very high cost of living area with mega childcare bills. It wasn't until I approached 40 that I started to really feel the weight of my own financial situation and came across an article on the Financial Independence Retire Early Movement. And it was the light bulb moment that changed my life. So I created the dream of building up my investment assets to hit my comfort number. And then I would leave my corporate job and start my own business. It was the first time I truly believed that I could build wealth for myself. It was also when I realized my money habits and mindset were not helping me. Growing up in the 80s, the mall was a big deal, and my mom and I shopped regularly. I carried that habit into my adulthood, along with some less than desirable mindset issues from childhood, and they were keeping me stuck. But my plan to take a had to take a pause because my son's dad and I separated. Suddenly, I was a single parent and I had to carry the brunt of expenses for myself and my kids. My son had some complex care needs and when I first separated, my housing and childcare alone were more than my income that I was earning in my corporate job. This was a really, really dark and lonely time where I felt financially powerless and I was so angry and felt like a failure. I thought I'd never get ahead and that I would struggle with money forever. Thankfully, in 2017, I pulled myself together and made the decision to get serious about my finances. And that is really where financial change happens. It's from that decision. So skipping to the good part, in 2022, I reached my financial goal and was able to leave corporate and start my business. I know intimately how powerful it can be to get control over your everyday money. And this is what I support clients with in my business at Be Wealthy Coaching. Our podcast will focus on finances for women because we have different needs that traditional financial professionals don't always understand. We thrive on community and shared learning experiences. We also have challenges. We take maternity leaves, caregiver leaves, we live longer and still face an income gap, which is really sad, but true. The big opportunity for us women is we are starting to have control of more and more wealth. So we need to be prepared and have the confidence and skill set to manage our money. Finances impact almost every aspect of our lives, and your finances can either make your life easier or harder. I personally choose easier. My desire with this podcast is for you to feel hopeful about your finances so you can continue to build the belief that you can be great with money. We'll share the tips, stories, inspiration, and tools to help you get there. And I'm going to now turn it over to Jen. So this is why I already love this collective, this group of people, and why I think it's going to be so powerful. It's because all three of us have very different stories. So we're all bringing so much different, like so many different perspectives to the table and to the conversation, thinking about things in different ways. So um, let me just introduce myself. My name is Jen and my story is a lot, a lot different. Um, I, I live with my husband in Dallas, Texas. Now we've lived in lots of different states of the United States. We don't have kids. We have dogs. 
So um, I also come with the perspective of not having kids, which is a different kind of take on money and thinking about all of those budgets and finances and all of that in the future. Um, my dogs don't have many needs. They just need the treats. And so as long as we keep those in the budget, they're good. Uh, so I was also like Sybil, a teacher for many years and the years that I wasn't in the classroom, I was still in the field of education. So teaching and educating and sharing with people is my passion. And my money story starts when I was young, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. I had a single mom and money was really tight. She worked really, really hard, but what my mom brought home was for our needs. And so if we wanted anything, my brother and I, we got the money ourselves. I was thinking about this today. I think that I have had a job of some sort since I was like nine. And my mom worked at a medical office and we used to go in and do things and they would pay us. So like I would copy the medical charts. I would, you know, run, do things for them, like little office tasks. I remember my brother baking cookies and my mom would take them into the office and he would sell them. And so we were always like, if we wanted things, we had to figure out how to earn that money ourselves. And so I know that that has somehow shaped my money story, but I, I'm not really sure how it fits in because I was thinking about how it's all just, I don't have any one defining moment in my money story. I think it's a, it's a, like comprehensive, right? All the little pieces come together like a puzzle to sort of put me where I am. My mom was awesome with money, but I didn't realize that until I was much older. I just knew we didn't have a lot. I didn't realize how much investing and saving and everything she was doing in our future. And I did not absorb that from her. And we never sat down and had conversations about money and saving and budgeting. She never shared her wisdom with me. And I think that that's because talking about money was so taboo. I think that's the word you used as well, Sybil we weren't, it was a secret. We weren't supposed to talk about how much money we spent. We weren't supposed to talk about how much money people made, how much things cost. It was all just very hush hush and you keep it in your house. And I'm sure my mom didn't talk about it because she didn't want me to go and tell my friends because it was a secret. And so I had all of that going on. And then I started college and I knew that I would have to pay for college by myself. So I kind of started out um, in debt, but I didn't know how to manage it. I didn't know how to manage my the money I did have. I didn't know how to create a budget. And all I knew was I didn't have as much money as I wanted. And that is when the magical credit card appeared in my life on the corner across the street from my sorority in college and had this cute logo on it. And I was like, this is great, right? It was like a it unlocked money for me. But I didn't really consider like that was going to add another payment to my monthly expenses. It was, you know, all these elements that I didn't know. So fast forward, I'm now a grown up. I have a real job, but I'm not making a lot of money and I don't know how to manage the money I do have. So for many, many years into my 30s, I was trying to manage credit card debt. I felt overwhelmed by it. Every time I made a budget, it was a huge failure because I didn't know the steps to take to like make an effective, realistic budget. I was always working two jobs and never getting caught up, never getting ahead. And I was so embarrassed and so ashamed that I never asked anyone for help. I didn't ask for advice. I didn't ask, like, I didn't know what to do. I just sat there and took it, right? <laughs> just hung over my head like this big black cloud all the time. 
So over time, I slowly like figured some things out. I like learned from other people, like listened, read, and I was able to come up with a plan and slowly start to climb myself out of debt. And then on the other side, learn about how to really efficiently manage those personal finances. So my passion and my um, goal is to educate other people on how to confidently manage those personal finances. So that is my goal with Growing Empowered is to share all of that with other people. We look forward to um, sharing all of our um, conversations with you coming soon on the Female Finance Collective podcast. And don't forget to drop any comments or questions that you have for us, and we will um, look forward to answering them for you soon. Thank you.